Hello, you're listening to Reviewing History, your comedy history podcast. I'm filmmaker and teacher Brian Rupert, joined here by, uh, as always, a cold Steve Pagliacco. A to the G. I said cold. I'm wearing, I'm wearing a jacket. <laughs> That's what's up. Yeah. And it's not a real jacket. It's a lab coat again. <laughs> well, you've been doing all your experiments. I've been doing research. I've been doing research. You've yeah. been experimenting and you say it's for science, but I'm not yeah. so sure. He's I, a man of science. I make a lot of cocktail things. <laughs> You said cock. <laughs> what do you think I meant by experimenting? I don't know. You got to try <laughs> everything at least once. It's a good philosophy. Mm. <laughs> Is it? So we're here. What's going on, guys? So, we're here. So, um, it's nice to see you both. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a long time. It's yeah, been it's a while. It's been over 20 minutes. <laughs> um, it's weird. We don't talk in that 20 minutes. We all just kind of stare silence, at yeah. each other. Yes. 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 I like to look into Ant's soul. And what, what I see... Pretty scary. Thank you. It's a dark place. <laughs> um, you wanted to talk about this podcast award, and I think we should do that. Yes. So oh, by the yeah. time this drops, the voting will be done. Oh, so forget oh, it. So why are we doing that? <laughs> but um, <laughs> we probably won. Oh, we definitely we won. won. Thank you for everyone who yeah. uh, supported us. Yeah. And if we didn't win our grand competition, it's because big history kept us down. Oh, so, yeah. You know, Dan Carlin pulling win. the strings. But we won. We won. We won in the hearts and minds of our fans. That's right. I will pull victory from the Jaws defeat in this instance. <laughs> Look, I'll admit I'm wrong, except. I'm never wrong. Oh, that's Napoleon. <laughs> yeah. You excited about the big Napoleon movie? I can't wait oh, for yeah, it. Oh, yeah, it looks cool. I think uh, I'm I'm cautiously excited. Ridley Scott, man, he's I love him. Cautious optimism is good. Yeah, cautiously optimistic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because um, my my biggest fear with it, and looking at the trailer, it looks like they put in all the greatest hits. You know, I'm seeing moments from across a multi-decade career, and I don't think there's enough time to do justice to all of them. I think they should have probably tried to cut. A section of his life, you know? What do you cut? That's a good question. Hmm. You know? Because um, there's already the movie that focuses on his relationship. Is there? Uh, I think it's called Napoleon and Josephine. Oh. And it's I've like never about, seen that. It's Everything a, I think it's a so French important. movie. I mean, Waterloo is beloved, right? And that's about Waterloo, which mm-hmm. is one fucking battle. Like, how do you like do the whole movie and then, oh, by the way. There's a hundred days campaign that's going to be huge, and we got to throw this in at the end, you know. Uh, but absolutely, I'm excited for the movie. I saw the trailer; it looked yeah. fucking great. It looked visually great, I should say. Um, if what, nothing else, it'll yeah. be that. Joaquin Phoenix probably a little too old to be portraying Napoleon as a young man. You know, like they have him at Toulouse in the movie in the in the trailer where he's like twenty something. You know, he's like twenty one when that went down. Um. The Egyptian camp, all that shit's in there. But do you, I don't want a young actor playing him either. They don't have the gravitas. I mm. think Joaquin is perfectly cast for him as, you know, Waterloo Napoleon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, as as Austerlitz maybe even. But but as that young officer, no. it, it just doesn't look right. Eh, just sh- shut up and <laughs> Whatever. Isn't there, there's another... Uh, Movie coming? Is it Cleopatra? I think that's also? in twenty twenty four. I think Gal Gadot's yeah, yeah. gonna yeah. play uh, yeah. Wonder Woman, Queen Cleopatra. Yeah, we good. Got, I think that's a good choice. Happening. I agree. She, I think she looks the part. She's hot enough. Yep. yep. Yeah. Which is really kind of the main requirement. You got to be right? a little Greek. You got to be have a little Greek in you. A little Mediterranean. Yeah. 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 Look, yeah. look, look like a med. Yeah. 
Um, she's, she's close, you know. Yeah. She's yeah, like yeah, she she's works. like us. We're Mediterranean. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a Medi. No? No. no. We, not Mediterranean, am I? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. You, you seem like you come off as a very Eastern European type yeah. of guy. Yeah. My father is You're Western Irish. Europe, you know, and my mm-hmm. mother's Eastern. Right. So no, yeah. no Mediterranean. Yeah, but it's Irish. Are you even a white guy? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's British. There's, there's some British and Scottish, yeah. too. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Um, let's, yeah. uh, you, I, I, before we started, you said there were some emails. I got one email. You got a email. One email. Is it important? Or is it like <laughs> the last one when you're like, hi, I like your show. Oh, <laughs> I didn't read this. That was rough. It was a bad one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You didn't read it yet? No. Oh, okay. All right. This is from Martin Van Nostrand. Oh God. All right. I, I see a a, a a bamboozle coming right away from that one. <laughs> Dear Reviewing History Pod, mm-hmm. I don't normally ask podcasts for medical advice, but after hearing Steve- I'm wearing a lab coat. <laughs> exactly. He wants to specifically mention you. But after hearing Steve had surgery once, I feel your pod is qualified. That's what Gidham does. Gidham asks Steve medical questions all the time. <laughs> Was this Gidham? I don't know. I don't know who wrote it. Uh didn't he have a problem with his elbow recently? Yeah. And he went to Steve to free diagnosis. I gave him great advice. I gave him great advice. You need to see a doctor. <laughs> he did go to a doctor, I think. Yeah. So. He took my advice. His elbow's better. Um, a few months ago, I had some post-nasal drip, uh-huh. which I attributed to a nutria fur allergy. But <laughs> it turned into a strange uh, sounding cough. Mean? Well... Nutria. Why, why do I get this email? My, <laughs> I know a guy who had a uh, a Nutria hat. A Nutria hat? Yeah, Nutria is a fur. I guess rat is another way you could put it. Is it a capybara? You know about the capybara? Mm. I think that's kind of like Nutria. But he had like a mink hat and he left it at this girl's house oh. and he couldn't get it back. So he got a Nutria hat, which is very similar. Mm-hmm. Right. Bob Sacamano yeah, yeah, hooked him up. Yeah, yeah. I wanted the cashmere. Yeah. Uh, I don't. He said he doesn't normally go to doctors because they are a uh-huh. bunch of lackeys and yes men towing the company line. Also, they botched my vasectomy. Well, can I can I say something about just like going to the doctor? Yeah. Have you ever like you don't do it? I don't go to the doctor. When was the last time you were at a doctor? I go for my kid. <laughs> I bring her. I I, I remember I, in the book Notes from the Underground. Okay. Which is like a Russian subversive novel from like the late 1800s. Right? What? We're rolling, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> there's a line in the very beginning of the book about how the underground man, who's the main character, uh, hates doctors. And he like would rather die of like disease then go to a doctor just to spite them because he's just like fuck you doctor for the, just because they're a doctor and like when i read that as a teenager i kind of related to it i agree you know and it's completely irrational i don't know why but it's like fuck doctors and i don't know why because they're good people generally you gotta be <laughs> you gotta be above the doctors right you gotta be your own doctor. doctor. You gotta be your own doctor. That's the that's the thing. Yeah. 
But uh, <laughs> where is this going? <laughs> well, recently, while checking my storage unit for mail, I heard my neighbor's dog Snuggles cough just like I did. I asked my neighbor if he knew what the cough was, and he said no. But he was taking him to the vet the next day as he had pet insurance. So here's my question. Since vets got to be able to cure a lizard, a chicken, a pig, a frog all on the same day, should I take Snuggles to the vet and then take the same medicine that is prescribed to him? Thank you. you give, so you tell the vet the human symptoms. Yes. Uh-huh. I think it's a good idea. No. <laughs> it's a bad idea. Why? It's a horrible idea. I mean, human seems... bodies are different than animal bodies. But they can cure all those other animals in one day. No. <laughs> it's a bad idea. My don't friend. Do Please my, don't do this. My friend actually had to go to the vet because she kept checking her charts at the doctor's. And no doctors in New York would see her without like marking it down on her chart that she was a problem. Difficult. Difficult. Yeah. 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 So she had to go to a vet like upstate. <laughs> wow, I didn't realize they retread that same line of thinking twice on the show. I think it's the same episode, <laughs> actually. <it>? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I had, a, uh, I had a dog once who was very violent and aggressive. And we tried giving them uh, you were like, a rascal. pills to calm them down. And none of the dog pills were working. So they actually, uh, they gave us human pills to calm them down. Human. Yeah. He, Did it work? Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was basically comatose. <laughs> he killed the dog. No, no. He was alive. He was good. But compared to what he was, he was like a dog. I see. Yeah. So uh, turns <laughs> out, I think. Uh, <laughs> so maybe there was something to it. I don't know. <laughs> uh, an email just came in. Just now. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> You're swear kidding to God, me. Literally just came in. Hey, guys. Longtime fan who loves the show. I won't say more or Aunt G would get mad. After Aunt's latest outburst, I think I like Steve more. <laughs> but honestly, he has some really iffy opinions, so it's hard for me to commit. Why am I nobody's favorite? <laughs> It was like you two fucking assholes. No one, no one ever writes in like I like Brian because we were inaccessible. <laughs> yeah, you talk too much. Yeah, you talk too much yeah. on the internet, yeah, not yeah, on the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. On the show, you're fine. I was like, I was like, I don't think I dominate. <laughs> no, I'm not lovable. Am I not lovable? You, you respond to every little thing. Yeah. I'm trying to talk and, and be one with the people. You right, know? right. But when you're but there's one no of mystery them, there. Yeah, when you're it's one of like, them. It's like you, know, you made a equal. video not too long ago about movie stars and Tom Cruise. Did we yeah. talk about this on the show? We did no. not. No. no, we didn't. So uh, Brian made a video essay about um, how Tom Cruise is the last movie star, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I think that's a good assessment. But I think you missed the true cause of the death of the movie star in it. I know you think it's Twitter. Uh, it's 100 percent Twitter. I it made disagree. it took away all of the mystery of these people, and now we get, we have to hear about like their political views and fucking personal things, personal yeah. things, and now they're they're not held to any kind of. Uh, I don't think Brad Pitt has ever sent a tweet. <laughs> no, well, he's you also, know, it's that's like, why he's but he's, he's a huge. classic movie star. Yeah. He's an older guy. Yeah. The young people can't attain movie but, star status because they're so in your face all the fucking time. Maybe, maybe it's the point. younger people can't because of Twitter, but I really think it's that older generation. A lot of them just started jumping to streamers. And like to me, you're, even if they were all on Twitter. Well, that was your, your thesis in, in the essay. My right? thing is that it's like, to me, a movie star 
is someone where it's like, if you want to see them, you must go to the theater. That's it. That's where the movies are. Right. The only time you ever heard from these people in back in the day, right, was if they went on uh, The Tonight Show and talked. Yeah. You know, and that's scripted. Right. You know, it's not like they're just openly speaking. And now, uh, you know, fucking uh, what's her name? Sarah Michelle Geller? No, that's not her name. The one from Sex in the City. Sarah Jessica Parker. Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah. Sarah Michelle Gellar. Do you Buffy. remember when they had the um, the solar eclipse back in, I think it was 2017? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She put out a video on Twitter of her just like freaking out at the solar eclipse. It's just embarrassing, you know? Mm. She's like, oh, it's happening. I was if actually. You can find that. You stop being embarrassing. That's stop what being saying. embarrassing. Well, what I was what thinking is, I was put thinking. Put on a pair of jeans. I was thinking that. Dress up. What the three of us should do is we should <laughs> sing Imagine together and get, oh like, my get God. them in all our Yeah, guests. that was that was horrendous. The, yeah, these people yeah, don't deserve your adoration anymore. I'm not saying adoration. <laughs> yeah, Brian. To me, like, I, I legit could give a fuck what any of them say. Uh-huh. I'm just about the movie itself. Mm hmm. And like the movie business. Yeah. And like, like even, you know. But even like established people like like Robert De Niro is one of the greatest actors of all time. No one's going to deny that. But his personal antics have made him toxic to like anyone who isn't Mm. retarded. You know, (laughs) the man's got a point, you know, and it's also the roles these people choose. Like like look at De Niro. I'll, I'll stick with De Niro. He's made nothing but bullshit fake comedies that aren't funny for 30 years now. Uh, he did The Irishman, which regardless of your feelings is a real movie. It's a real and movie. A great it's, comedy. It, but it stinks. <laughs> but but again, it's a real movie. Again, the thing with it, again, it it went to streaming. Yeah, you know, it did. It's like, like, to me, like Tom Cruise is the last guy where he's like, He's nope. going to put you into seats. It's, it's yeah. there. And like, if you want to see it, buy a fucking ticket. Mm-hmm. You know, he's the last guy. Right. He's not jumping and doing a random streaming movie. And we is, also don't hear from him ever. Except well, unless he's yelling at Unless Matt he's Lauer. promoting his movie. <laughs> yeah. Don't get glib with me. <laughs> you haven't done the research. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what you're talking about, Matt. <laughs> All right. I guess I'm just not beloved. I guess it's just you guys. Well, you're accessible. It's very easy to get him to Brian's pants. You gotta make it a little hard. Flattery will get you, you everywhere. Gotta make it a little but, hard. But no one flatters old fat bride. <laughs> old fat old. Now you're bride. begging, and yeah. now it's, you're yeah. even more embarrassing. Yeah. You know, <laughs> nobody's gonna want to talk to you. I don't even fucking. Want, I don't want to be anyone's favorite. How about that? That's better. I don't that's, fucking. That's better. Well, now I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I'm like starting to turn malevolent. Quick, you know, we're like now. How long can a man fight the darkness before he becomes it? He's staring into the abyss. Please <laughs> like me. <laughs> Uh, speaking of videos Brian's made, tell us about your walk through the theater, Brian. Oh, so well, this was something near and dear should, to your heart, right? Uh, I'll come back to the email in a second while we're talking about theaters. Mm-hmm. So the lo- one of the biggest theaters on Staten Island, I actually think it was the biggest theater still. Uh, as far as screens? As far as screens, and I think size of the actual theater, like mm-hmm. screens, the Mul- amount giant and classic size. multiplex, multiplex, Staten Island Stadium 16 on Staten Island mm-hmm. had been around since 20, 2001. Okay. Uh, it replaced the old United Artists, mm-hmm. which was my first favorite theater show. The UA 14. Yep. yep. I, mm. I'm sure we've all been there oh, many, many times. times, but this became the theater on Staten Island. For a long time. For a long time. That's where we would always go. It dominated. 
And it closed this past weekend after years and years and years of being open. Mm -hmm. I was pretty sad to see it was closing. Just for the memories you had there. Just all the memories. Like, I spent hours there, man. Mm -hmm. But the other two theaters are so much more accessible and better now. Well, yeah, well, we just had our little event at the Alamo Draft House. Yeah, that's one of them. There's there's two more. You have the regal, oh yeah, there's yeah. There's new, me. there's new modern ones yeah, that have all the new amenities. Food, it's it's right. comfortable chairs. It's, it's hard just, to compete. Updated, Look, so. that was state of the art. I think the atrium is closing too, which is the other old. Atrium school is one. not closing. I don't believe. I'm surprised they're still. Open, I heard it was closing yesterday. What? If you're from Staten yeah. Island, you're probably like, yeah, this yeah. is awesome. No, don't don't say that. <laughs> yeah, I was told yesterday it's closing down. Would that um, be surprising? Dude, I'm going to cry. Really? I'm, well, I'm not going to cry on Mike. No, the atrium's not closing. It's, that's what I was told. It's the atrium. That place sucked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why would you cry? It wasn't even, it wasn't even that good. Yeah, the atrium was a little theater. Yeah. Only a couple of screens. That was the yeah. mom and pop theater. Yeah. They yeah. just renovated. Well. Uh, <laughs> I was whoops. just there. They had a whole bar. <laughs> whoops. It's hard to. We laughed, Conan. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. They survived the pandemic. <laughs> Did you find anything? Uh, I can't see anything about it closing. That right, has I, to be I could, a rumor. I could be incorrect, but who I would, told you that? My mother-in-law. She probably heard about the who stadium. lives around the corner from it. Uh, she probably heard the stadium, no. and then maybe she got mixed, mixed up. It up. Yeah, it's possible. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, uh, anyway, yeah. yes. So you walk through it. You walk through the. Well, I heard. I heard there was a shit problem. So I actually. <laughs> You shit on the floor? Not me. (laughs) (laughs) So I went and I was like, I want to see a movie there one last time. Mm -hmm. What'd you see? I saw, I wanted to see Sound of Freedom. It wasn't playing like at the right time for Mm me. It was, they only had like one showing. So, and it was Thursday. So Barbie was coming out. So they had like all the Barbie screens. Mm -hmm. So I saw Mission Impossible again. The new one. Yeah. I had seen it already. Did you like it? I I saw it twice. So clearly. I guess you liked it. Yeah. You're also a fanboy. Of who? Of TC. Of TC. Well, he's the best. <laughs> we don't even refer to him by his name. It's TC. It's yeah. like a yeah. close friend. <laughs> so the so I went. I wanted to see one last movie there. So mm-hmm. I see the movie. And afterwards, I was like, I'm going to walk through mm-hmm. and chronicle this place. For historical purposes. Because it's something that if if I don't do it and there's no pictures, we'll be talking about it. And there's no then it's not going to be online. You know, no, yeah. no one will remember what it looks like. So mm-hmm. I was like, let me walk through and chronicle this place. Just a dying theater. It's kind of yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, it's, yeah, it's the, it's the last night it's operating. Right. So I first in the in Mission Impossible, because I'd already seen it. I got up and went to the bathroom. Uh-huh. And when I walk in, it stinks like shit, like raw <laughs> shit. I'm like, this is weird. So then. <laughs> I, what a touching moment. Yeah. I'm, I'm peeing and I look over in the urinal and I see a phone on the floor. Like somebody's cell phone? Somebody's cell phone. And I'm like, oh man, I'll pick that up and bring it in. And then I walk into the stall and the wall is caked with shit. And I go, oh my God. Well, I feel bad for whoever's phone that is. <laughs> on the wall? Yeah. Like they just, they pulled their pants out and sprayed shit at the wall. <laughs> What power? And pa- what immeasurable power? And I was like, <laughs> could you imagine being the man? What man or beast could have done this? <laughs> could you imagine, though, being the manager 
and going to your employee on the last day the place is open. You're asking that person to walk this away up. from you and laugh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is why I know no one was ever Nobody going to clean, clean that, that shit. That still shit is there. still there right yeah, now. Yeah. There. It will be there until they demo that place. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's going to dry up. It's going to look like cracked paint. Now I regret <laughs> not filming the shit. What a heroic fucking demented fuck did that. Heroic. You could have shit in the toilet and chose oh, not to. All right. I got, I got a quick story. My, my friend. <laughs> My friend's father, um, he used to do that everywhere he goes. <laughs> I'm not going to say his name. What? Maybe he caught a movie. I'm not going to say his name. He passed away, and I, I went camping with them. And his father goes to the bathroom. He comes back cracking up. He's just like, he's like <laughs> laughing at the campfire. And my friend's like, oh, what'd you do? Oh, I know what you did. He doesn't say what he did. And I go, what did he do? And he goes, my father does this thing where he goes to public stalls and shits on the wall and his shits everywhere. <laughs> that's a psychotic. Yeah, that's that's anti-social yes, fucking it's behavior. And that, I just, did I, he die in a hail of gunfire? This man should have been committed. <laughs> like, I'm not even kidding. That's one of the most, like, fucking Violent. demented, vile things yes, I've ever heard. I know. But they're both <laughs> laughing. And I'm sitting there like, wait. He what? Oh, don't get me wrong. It's hysterical. <laughs> oh, yeah. Imagine like, it's like, yeah, I'm going to go to the public toilet and you shit not just on the wall, but on the toilet itself, too. Like just shit everywhere. I heard about a guy once uh, who went to a, a party, like a house party. Mm -hmm. yeah. And he was insulted by the host. Right. He's annoyed with them or wanted to get back on something like that. So he goes in the bathroom and he takes normal, not diarrhea, normal shit in the tank of the toilet. Oh, an upper decker. An upper decker. <laughs> yeah. Upper and then just puts the top back on. <laughs> <An> upper decker. <laughs> the name for yeah, it. that became a thing because of uh, MacGruber. Oh, was that in the movie? He does that uh, in the movie. Yeah, I think he does it like Maybe several that's where times. I heard of her. I never saw that. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> that's messed up. That's very funny. So I'll, I'll tell a story real quick. Um, when I was in high school, I was on the wrestling team. And me and my friend, he was a, he was a mischievous lad. Mm -hmm. I won't say his name, uh. but he he did all sort of antics, many of them antisocial. Uh, what we used to go around and break the lockers <laughs> on like the we break the locks one time on, on people's lockers on people's lockers. And some people would rob. I will say I never stole, never stole anything. I never stole from the locker. But I what, you, what are you gonna find? Gym clothes? Some people would have a couple of bucks, you know. Mm -hmm. But one time he broke open someone's locker and there's their gym clothes. Uh-huh. And this is after school. It's after practice. And he puts his ass in. Oh no. And he takes a shit in the guy's gym clothes <laughs> and he seals it up. Just locks it back locks up. Locks it back up. <laughs> What a surprise. The next day when you have gym class. You can't partake. You're sitting out. Like you just whip your shirt out without thinking about it. You're going to get shit. <laughs> what a demented fucking thing to do. And you watched him take the shit? Oh, yeah. And then I have one more shit story with him. So he. Um, do you remember our manhunt guy? Yeah. Since we're telling shit oh, stories. That guy, yeah. <laughs> We'll talk about that one in a second, too. So he, That's the best. That's the best. So he goes to the bathroom stall, right? Uh -huh. And and I'm in the bathroom waiting for him. We, we were getting out of practice. And he drops a deuce on the floor. 
Same guy. Same guy. Instead of the bowl, and you see all the shit on the floor, and he takes (laughs) care of business, and he gets changed, and we're getting ready to leave the locker room. And the, like, Newdorp basketball team came in, like an opposing basketball team. And they're like, yo, what the fuck? Someone shit on the floor. (laughs) And we were leaving the locker room, and he was cackling. (laughs) (laughs) He's probably listening right now. Probably is. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, yeah, we used to play Manhunt. Yeah. <laughs> too well, old to be playing Manhunt. Yeah, we were a little too old. There was to play one night we were like, what do you want to do? It's one of those things you're just bored. And I, I don't know who mentioned it. We were just like, want to play Manhunt. And we're like 18. Yeah, we're 18. I'm like, I'm you like, know like, what? We like, do. I'm like 20. We're yeah. playing hide yeah. and go seek yeah. under a different name. Well, right. there was like, we need people. So we just called up everyone. We everyone knew, we and knew. Nobody said no. Every, yeah, people. We, we got like a, 15 people yeah. playing Manhunt. And yeah. we look so <laughs> suspicious. Like we're hiding by. Yeah, we're, got, we're oh, yeah. grown men in black hoodies running around <laughs> in the night. <laughs> yeah. In alleyways. In a hide, suburban neighborhood. Hide, hiding in alleyways yeah. and bushes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, It's a great game. One of our friends, or one of your friends, um, special from your needs. youth. Special needs. I'll just check. say, it was Brian's rap partner from when he was a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> um, he was a little weird. He wasn't all special there. Needs. He's a little he's, crazy. He's a diagnosed schizophrenic. Yes. Yeah. Now. Now. At the time, he yeah. wasn't diagnosed. No, <laughs> no, he, yeah, he wasn't diagnosed, but yeah. we knew. Yeah. <laughs> we all knew. Um, <laughs> and he, you know, he's hiding to play Manhunt. And all of a sudden, he comes out from behind Brian's house. He was hiding in an alleyway. The house was the Brian's base. House. And like, that's where we end the yeah, game. Yeah, we made a rule. You couldn't go in the house. Yeah, you can't go in the house. Right? So he came out of the alleyway of that house. Like right next to right like next the garbage to like, cans and what, shit. But the game was over, so what, there was yeah. no need to hide. What did he say to you? I just took a shit. <laughs> in, in next to your house. Next to your house. <laughs> Mind you, the door was open. So what did the you front do? door was open. I was like, you gotta pick that up. <laughs> and I made him get a bag and Yo, pick up like his a dog. Shit. Like a dog. Like a dog. <laughs> he picked up his own shit. shit. And then he started waving yes. it around. So he yeah. comes out from behind the alleyway. He's holding a plastic bag full of his Go own throw shit. Throw it out. And he starts swinging it above his uh, head. And I, I ran as oh, fast yeah. as I fucking oh, yeah. could because I did not want to be. It became real man. Yeah, I didn't want to <laughs> see what happened next. I don't know what he ended up doing. <laughs> he, he threw it out. Yeah. <laughs> but he was threatening to hit you with like, yeah. a, like a beanbag. Yeah. You know? He was a weird guy. Didn't he tell you he saw the devil once? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was a very scary moment in my life. You want to tell that story? So me and him, <laughs> me and him, like, he's a guy that like, we were good friends, but when I we were children that I also kind of like would try to keep on the right track and mentor and stuff. And basically there was one night where I was trying to like have a heart to heart with him and like get through to him. Mm-hmm. And He's like, yo, I like to steal things. And I'm like, I'm like, you shouldn't do that. You know, it's not good. And it's me and him alone in my basement. And he's like, sometimes the devil talks to me. And I'm like, what? I'm about to like get murdered in this basement. And I was cleaning just, up. Just you and him in the basement. I just had had a party. Yeah. 
And he was left over. And I think he like robbed someone at the party, didn't he? So, well, at the end, me and him had a whole heart to heart. And I was like, I'm not religious, but I start invoking Jesus and God. Yeah. (laughs) Please save me. Like, I'm like, I'm like, you got to be pious and like, don't listen to the devil. This is not what Christ wants. Yeah. Do not do this. Like, do not listen to the devil. And he said the devil speaks to him. The devil talks to me sometimes. I thought I was about to get attacked. Right. Like I had my back to him. I was vacuuming. And he says that. And I turn around. I'm like, well, I got to keep an eye on him. Uh And we have this whole conversation. And was like, this before the devil spoke to him and told him to go into his ex-girlfriend's house? I'm that? not. That's crazy. That was before. Yeah. yeah that I think was was before. So this guy had told us that he was riding the train oh. and he heard Satan tell him to go to his ex-girlfriend's house and the door would be open and he could walk in. Yeah. Yep. And what he and he did this. He, he got off the train, went into her backyard. The door was open. Went into a house, drew the backyard. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) And uh, he trashed her bedroom. He went into her bedroom. Nobody was home. And he threw all her shit around and then left a snow globe. Well, it was actually more of a water globe, really. Snow globe that he had bought her and left it on her bed as like a calling card that so that she would know Mm -hmm. that it was him. Because he saw in the movie Jumper the guy did this. (laughs) This is so weird. But yeah, so he told you he's talking to the devil. He, and I was like, I was like invoking, like I was like right. an evangelical at this point. Right. Like, praise God. And like all this <laughs> shit, like whatever I can to try to get through to him. And uh, he tells me that he's going to be moral. He's not going to steal He's turning over a new leaf. He's turning over a new leaf. And it's like winter. And I yeah. see him putting on gloves. And I was right. like, are those your gloves? I don't think they are. I think, you know. You didn't have gloves right. before. You didn't have gloves when you walked in. He goes, nah, they were in my pocket. I'm like, okay. And as we're leaving... <laughs> Our other friend is coming back and he's like, I he was coming back for my gloves. Those are my gloves. I was like, nothing I said to you for the past like hour got through. Right. And that was the moment I was done with him. You never spoke to him again after that. I don't think I have, no. Because yeah. after that, you know, there's other legal incidents with him. No, we can't oh, yeah. He's, he's, he's about. attacked people. Yeah. 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 Like violent attacks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So bad that he's actually a topic of discussion when like the nypd goes to school so they bring him up as like a case as a case yeah they don't wow. say his name but we knew and it was like yeah yeah Woo. <laughs> all right <laughs> but yeah but the movie theater so i do the full walkthrough of it mm-hmm. uh i talked to the devil it was, it was kind of emotional for me to just <laughs> to just chronicle not this thing. sometimes he talks back <laughs> It's a wonderful impression, oh, people. Go yeah. I promise you. <laughs> going to hell. One day, I hope we can like, going play that episode on like, a paywall. There's roller coasters and rock music. <laughs> I'm sorry. I keep no. interrupting you. So, so I chronicled the movie theater. I filmed like you know every aspect except the toilets and the theaters. And that was really it. Yeah, I just cool, thought it was a cool thing to do. Mm-hmm. You know, cool. I figured one day it'll be nice to look yes. back and remember. File that in the records. And what when, it is. Yeah. when they do the autopsy on a civilization, it'll be there. Yeah. Um, a great theater once stood here. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think they should do with that space? Break it up into uh, storefronts. And that's sell a good question. I, I mean, sh- what should they do? You're not going to have another theater. There's no point. So yeah, I mean, it's a big parking lot with mm-hmm. a lot of property. I don't know. What would you? What, what do you? What do you think? You have a? You have a plan? <laughs> Another movie theater? No. 
Yeah, that seems redundant. I know. <laughs> I don't know. I, there I know. was a ballpark here. Yeah. I know there's a petition to um to turn it into like an artist enclave. Ew. And What's do an like, artist enclave? I don't know. Do like art. That's shit. where homeless people go to paint. Oh. Yeah. Mm. And then they put their paintings up, and the outside world could be like. I love the idea of having some public art, but you know, it's, this is 2023, so it's going to be like someone pissing mm -hmm. or like a banana piece. The shit. Yeah, it's yeah. just now a piece it's, of it's art. It's going to be hot garbage. <laughs> yeah, they, so don't, they don't take down that let's piece. Let's not. Yeah. Let's do something more practical. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, back to the email. He has sure. two questions. Right. First, what's in your opinion the most underrated historical moment? I'm thinking of moments that no one thinks about on which all of history pivots. Ooh, under, a pivoting moment that's underrated. Yeah. That's a good question. Hmm. Trinity Project I feel like, style thing, I guess. I, well, no, that's that's everybody recognizes. I feel like yeah. pivoting moments are revered. Something that quietly changes things. Hmm. This is a good question. This yeah. is a thinker. Yeah. Hmm. Here, here's one. The printed word. Like you'd never you'd never hear anybody bring that up as like a flash. The point. printing press, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Like like so much uh of Western history especially was in like unalt like so altered by the uh the Gutenberg Bible. You know, like you had um this led to That was all about Steve Gutenberg, right? Yes. <laughs> it was just facts about Steve <laughs> Gutenberg. <laughs> and his philosophies. Yeah. <laughs> The Gutenberg Bible. Oh, everything you ever wanted to know about Steve Gutenberg. Police no. Academy, yeah. the holy text. <laughs> but yeah, when the when the when the once, And then he came down with three men and a baby. <laughs> once the Bible was uh mass produced and you could put it in the hands of the common man, it wasn't just this thing that only priests read. Mm. You know, uh people learned to read, obviously. Uh it created Protestantism, which led to mass war giant cultural shifts and all kinds of massive changes to and just the general education level of human beings uh I, so that's my pick okay i got one mm -hmm. all right it's dev yours is yours is better mm -hmm. but mine is we spoke about it last week so this is what's jumping to mind uh -huh. the fact that george washington didn't have any natural children of his own so can create a dynasty. It's easier for him to pass up the opportunity to create a dynasty mm -hmm. when he doesn't have kids and is not building the Washington kingdom. Okay. You know, it makes him mm -hmm. easier to check his own power. Sure. And I'm sure there's better examples, but mm -hmm. this is one that, you know, comes to mind. Got one, Steve. An underrated thing. I, I put a little bit more thought you while you guys were talking. I kind of want to say like, the mass production and use of steel. Great pick. That's good. Because you always hear about the items that, that, that it is, but not what it's created from. You hear about, you know, planes, trains, cars, mm -hmm. you know, railroads, or like, I, like just regular work items, you know, hammers. But sure. you never hear about the actual just like we have to mass produce this specific It allows thing. civilization to expand Grow infinitely yeah, more. Way more than it would have even been Buildings. possible to do. Yeah, you could build a bridge Standing across buildings, a river. Bridges, yeah, everything. It has yeah. everything. Yeah. No, a great pick. Yeah. yeah. That's good. No. Carnegie. Yeah. Andrew yeah. Carnegie. That's right. right. So he has a second question. Second. That was a great question. Yeah, that was yeah, really good. good. Second, what movie have you seen the most? Not necessarily what's your favorite, 
but which have you seen the wow. most? History? For example, I used to fall asleep every night to Phantom Menace and later in life to Weird Al's UHF. So while neither are really <laughs> my love, favorite anymore, I've that. seen them both a ton. Guy wow. loves Jar Jar. This That's is a great and question. Turtles is These are two great questions. Cuts. What have I seen more than anything else? That's so tough. It's got to be like something you just know, like the back of your hand. Yeah. I'm going to assume for me, it's probably Spider-Man 1. Really? That makes sense I have you. I have probably seen that movie like 2,000 times. For me, it's absolutely something that was on like TBS all the time. Okay. Like Knight's Tale. Not, not, not that. Definitely not that, because I didn't see that until fairly recently. That was a TBS movie yeah. I saw all the time. I have a second pick, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. I I had that on the other night, and I legit was reciting like the whole mm. movie. Yeah. I can do that with a lot of movies. Like I like the the stuff that you that I watched when I was real young. You know, you get a couple of movies that you just watch yeah. over and over and over again when you're a little kid. Yeah, yeah. Like for me, the, that was like Monty Python, The Holy Grail, Blazing Saddles. Okay. Um, fucking Star Wars. Oh, that's that's a good question. Uh, yeah, I've seen like the three Star Wars is. Um, yeah. Countless, times. countless times. Raiders. I'm sure yeah. you saw a bunch. No, not as much. Really, not as much. Back to the Future, though. That's it, up like there. Back to the Future might be it. Like I've seen that a fucking trillion times, all three of them, huh? And then there's like Men in Black, yeah. or like The Fifth Element. Yep. Yeah, you I know? know you love those movies. I love those, and I've seen them a, a endless amount of times. I don't know. I don't know what the answer to this is. Uh, while so you guys tough. are thinking, I'll tell you the movie I've seen most in. I theaters. have like a list of like five that like. What are they? I've seen a lot. Okay. What are they? To, to calculate it, so I, Fifth Element. Mm-hmm. I've seen more than I count. Hot Shots Part Two. Okay. Because like like when you're a child, you have. I think it has to be so a comedy. Many things. Yeah. You know the first Lord of the Rings. When really? I got that on DVD, my sisters would watch it all the time. Mm-hmm. I would watch it all the time. I used to have a, like a portable DVD player with a little screen, mm-hmm. and I only had like three or four DVDs. Right. So I like that guy said like I'd go to bed watching this every night. I would go to bed watching like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matrix, Queen of the Damned, Gladiator. Like just shit that I picked right. up at Best Buy one day, you know, or something like that. There's also like the Comedy Central movie. You remember when Comedy Central was still new? They would yeah. have they had just like a couple yeah. of movies they play over and over again. Oh yeah, half baked. Yeah. Clue Baked's was one of them a thousand okay. times. You know, yeah, yeah, half baked. Groundhog Day. I've seen. I've a seen lot. that a million times. Uh-huh. Too. A million times. Adam's Family. Millions. Specifically, values. Yes. Yeah. Huh. You got to pick something. I think Groundhog Day might. Well, Lord, no, Lord of the Rings. The first Lord of the Rings. Okay. Was mine. I'm going to go back to the future. Okay. It's a safe pick. Yeah. I will tell you guys, I saw Endgame 10 times in theaters. You're insane. In There's, theaters is a different story. That's crazy. There's no reason yeah, to That's do wild. That. You were, you were. You're a psycho. You were, oh, I, were you 30 years old already when that came out? Close. I think so. Why were you going to that 10 times? Uh, Because <laughs> I really loved it. Uh-huh. I knew that once. It was not in theaters again. I will never get to experience it like that again uh-huh. once it's gone. Didn't it you know? lose its its flavor, though? Like after the second or third time, it's like, all right, I, I, you're not getting the same experience. The first experience always usually the best. Oh, the first experience is 100 percent the best. But were I you, still enjoyed it. Were you one of these people that like I need to do my part to get this to be the most successful movie of all time? No. I think you were. No, I just enjoyed it. He definitely it. was, but not 
like knowingly. That wasn't in you your know? mind. Like, no, that that really wasn't in my mind. You're just like that I is love the most the, the biggest movie ever made, right? Uh, Box office wise, it, I think Avatar just beat it because of the re-release. Avatar one, yeah, that doesn't count as a re-release. Re-releases add to the gross, and it put it over again. That don't count. Yeah, but um, it's up there. It's the top I, three. Right. Yeah, I think it's number two. So if I wanted to, because I have the AMC pass, I could have bought, you know, three times a week going to see it. Mm-hmm. It was just I would get off work. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do? All right, I'll just go see Endgame again. Endgame again. Yeah. That doesn't even sound enjoyable. Just what, That's like something a child does. Watches the same movie every day. I would just, it wasn't every day. It was, you know, every uh-huh. so often. I saw Oppenheimer twice in theaters recently, and it was tough. It's tough just watching two days, like twice in, in a theater. I just love movies and going to the movies in general. There's, like, I'll I don't see think anything. I've seen a movie in theaters more than two times, actually. That's I've like, never done that. that you saw time. Rush Hour 2 with me four times. Four there's, times? Yeah. There's only a handful of movies I've seen twice in theaters. I know Men in Black 2 was the first one I ever did that. I saw Big Daddy twice in the theater. Uh, the list is short for me. Oh, uh, I saw. The We Shall Not Grow Old doc twice. Saw that twice. And I saw 1917 twice. That, okay. I think that might be every single time I've ever done it. But you've never done like five, four. No, God, no. Yeah. Why would you want to? You saw to? Rush Hour 2 four times? You what? sure it wasn't Rush Hour and Rush Hour 2? No, 100% it was Rush Hour 4. That summer we saw we Rush Hour 2. Wild. I saw yeah. Godzilla. The 99 movie twice. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> Once was enough for me. That's good. That's a good question, though. That, that, was, that was good. good that was good. Thank, Thank you, Chris. That was great. Appreciate it. That just came in while we were talking? Literally just came in. Yeah, that oh, wasn't wow. planned. Great email. All right. Yeah. Let's get to the, the, so, the meat and potatoes. Yeah. Uh, what do you got, Steve? Sure. I'm bringing a person. And it's okay. funny that I'm wearing this coat. <laughs> the man of science? It is the world famous Danish astronomer, Tycho Brahe. Or Brahe. That sounds like a Final Fantasy name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Or a director who makes bad Thor movies. <laughs> uh, he was from Denmark, born there, 1546. So we're going back. Going back here. So he brought a lot to astronomy, but he also lived almost the opposite style life than you would assume a man of science would, which is why I'm bringing him. It's it's con- almost contradictory, like how he lived. Mm-hmm. And I, I loved it. Let's go back to what happened at the start of his life. He was born into royalty, basically. Uh, they were both where? I'm sorry, I missed in it. Denmark. Dan- okay, yeah. Danish. So the, the he, Danes. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> Something. He was born into wealth. Denmark. But are his, those the cloggers? No, those are the, the Dutch. Dutch. Yeah. yeah. Who are the Dutch? <laughs> the Netherlands. Windmills. Um, I'm Seinfeld. Oh. <laughs> so. As a child, he's born. His uncle is very well off, way, way more rich than his parents, abducts him, doesn't give him back. And he's like, I'm raising this kid. The parents are like, you know what? Yeah, the, he'll be fine. What year is this? This is 1546. He's oh, born. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're like, all right, he'll have a better life. That He's more wealthy than us. Uh-huh. So that's how his life starts. Just kind of like right. off of really. going to be the protege of this rich this Rich dude. His uncle. Right. Now, in school. They were training him to be a lawyer. That was the goal of his 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 uncle. He's mm-hmm. like, we're going to raise you to be a lawyer, and that's your life now. When he's 13 years old, he witnesses a solar eclipse and becomes obsessed with astronomy. 
Okay. So at a young age, he's like, I know what I want to do now. <clears throat> and the eclipse actually happened in 1560. The exact date. So instead of being a lawyer, I want to study the stars. He goes to university to be an astronomer in Germany. In Germany. And this is where his life kind of <laughs> like takes off in a weird way uh -huh. because in Germany, he gets into an argument or a contest with a fellow student, a mathematician, about a math problem. Okay. Almost like who's the better mathematician dick measuring contest. Mm -hmm. And now any sane person in this would be like, oh, it's math. Let's just do some equations and yeah. call it a day. It has to be a right answer. But he, he, this guy was so. Sometimes there is no right answer. I'm sure you've seen that episode of like sitcoms where the teacher is testing his students. <laughs> I don't think that's what was supposed to happen here because they got into a saber duel and he had oh. part of his nose sliced off. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. <laughs> so they had to sculpt a golden and silver nose cover. That he would have to glue onto his face. That's kind of awesome. Yeah. Gold. Yeah. I mean, it's also pretty brutal, you know? Uh, it's it, like gold. He had one that was a man. There was one that was brass, the and there was one that was like the golden nostrils. So he's like 20 years old at the time, and now he's, he's all fucked up. Right. But he was still very, very good at astronomy. Was he like Brian? Did he just go into despair and just go, I'm never going to get laid ever again? <laughs> Oh no! Oh no! This man was. Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! Roll it back. I have a wife and kid. Yeah, I know. yeah but when, yeah, you, were but young, when you were younger, you would have said something like that. Yeah. He's right. He's right. It's bullshit. <laughs> this guy would <laughs> would become. Very eccentric. I like eccentric people, as you know. Mm -hmm. A little bit of the things that he would do. He had a pet elk. That's cool. <laughs> it is cool. <laughs> Elk's pretty cool. But the elks weigh about 320, 330 kilograms. Something like I that. Could fight you it. know what I mean? You could, but he would get it. Tame it with a punch. Yeah. <laughs> For fun, he would have he would throw these parties and they would get the elk drunk and it would I've walk heard around. of this guy. And you have? Mm -hmm. Drunk elk. Yeah. The elk fell down stairs, stairs and died at a party of his. Oh. Which was really sad. But he yeah, let he it was, inside? What's up? He let it inside. It was his, that was his it elk. Was his <laughs> it was his elk. It okay. like, stood in his house. Uh, he had a best friend. Oh. Yeah. His name was Jeppy. Jeppy? Yeah, Jeppy. a little sidekick. I say little sidekick because he was a dwarf. Okay. Who he thought was a psychic. Uh, <laughs> is this like Island Dr. Monroe shit? <laughs> it's funny you said that. <laughs> it's funny you said that. So he would like... I made a 12-ass monkey. <laughs> so he would ask like things of his of his sidekick, his little dwarf sidekick, and he would think whatever he's saying is like law. So he was like like the little sidekick would whisper things to him, and he had such influence in the scientific field <laughs> that it started passing mortal. laws. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so King Christian the Fourth of Denmark mm -hmm. liked this guy. So much so that he gave him an observatory on island Ven. <laughs> and here, this is where Bride decides to study, but also start his own observatory like school. Okay. Observatory. Can't yeah. get laid here. <laughs> I just gotta look at yeah. stars. There's no chicks. <laughs> he makes it into a fortress. So he now owns an island and he gets paid one percent of Denmark's value at this point. Why? 
just to have this island and study science. A science island. Because <laughs> he's that's the clout this man had. Okay. So he had in this fortress, which is now a castle. It was supposed to be an observatory. Now it's a castle. Right. A trap door, a dungeon, torture chambers. Of course. Assistants, soldiers, servants, research assistants. <laughs> and now it, beca- it becomes a monarchy, realistically. Right. He has his own <laughs> kingdom on this yeah. island. Yeah. An island well, of science. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> science and also getting queens pregnant. Oh, he got the queen pregnant. I guess he is getting pussy brain. Oh yeah, <laughs> so that that but that created a quarrel, and he had to, would he left no nose gets he slid. left he <laughs> had to go to like Prague or <laughs> something <out>. like that. Guy's <laughs> <laughs> just better than me. I have a fucking nose. Seventeen year old Brian, you gotta calm down. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking kill myself. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> it's just an empty threat because I'm so pissed. <laughs> oh, I hate teenager Brian. <laughs> Thought we lost this guy. <laughs> oh, in, in, in his fortress, he also had a paper mill. <laughs> he invented one of Denmark's first paper mills. Oh, that's cool. If I touch yeah, the paper, a- I'd probably get a paper cut. Oh. And bleed all over. <laughs> Two craters on the moon are named after this guy. Probably a fucking hemophilia. I used to fucking bleed out and die. God damn it, 17-year-old Brian. Why can't you cheer up? Just be happy. It's not that bad. It's going to get better. Never gets better. You don't understand. Everything fucking sucks. It never gets better. Life is just fucking misery. Yeah, that was you. That was you. I'm only happy when I'm winning. (laughs) That quote I stand by. So he gets the queen pregnant. He's a quarrel with the king and he has to go to Prague because he's got to escape. Uh, I thought you had to listen to Gentle Giant. Yeah. Uh, They say that his death was caused by a bladder infection because he was at a party. He didn't want to be rude and go take a piss. So he stood there and they said he got a bladder infection. Later on, mercury was found in strands of his mustache. So they they suspect either it's because he was doing alchemy experiments because he's a crazy fucking person, or he might have been poisoned. Mm-hmm. And they, they lean towards the poison. Hmm. And the and the reason why, well, you, you got the queen pregnant. You you, you fucked ah. up. You fucked up. You know. Uh, it's also said at least you got laid. that his life, <laughs> Tycho's life, if you bang the queen, on, may have may have inspired <laughs> Hamlet. Oh yeah, yeah. I quoted that earlier when you started. Wait, ha- ha- Hamlet? Yeah. yeah. What the year Prince of is Denmark? This? Yeah. What year is this guy from? Fifteen something. 15. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah. He's yeah. Um, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It, interesting, right? Fortinbras. Yeah. And he had a very uh, termulous. What is his name? Like, I'm sorry. Tycho Brat. Tycho Brat. Yeah, that's cool. Now. I want to get into that's that's kind of like his life, but I kind of want to get into what he he actually did in scientific science discovery while he was being you know, a nut, being a crazy person science with Steve. a drunk elf and stuff right. like that. Drunk elf, elk. I thought elk. you he just said elf, right? No, drunk elk. No, <laughs> no. Elk. Tell me where is Gandalf? I, I would much like <laughs> to speak with him. <laughs> I do have Lord of the Rings in my mind. Don't tell me the words. I was there when they were raised. <laughs> this son of a fucking bitch. <laughs> Gilly, get over here. <laughs> I'll punch your fucking beard off, you son of a bitch. I was there when the race of men fell. Their fire's gone out of the wounds. <laughs> I'm so drunk. I'd fuck a dwarf chick. <laughs> 
They got beards. <laughs> <laughs> so he actually witnessed uh, one of the only supernovas that you could see. Like he, he just happened to be watching he telescope was at that this, moment. He, there was no telescopes at this time. Oh. He was identifying stars without telescopes. Wow. So this guy was like really good. A good they astronomer. didn't have telescopes? Not at this time, no. Wow. He eventually would lead to that mm-hmm. uh, after his death. But yeah, they didn't have it at this time. He was just writing down what he saw based on the, the movement in the sky. Mm-hmm. So what he did, though. Remember that part in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, when Morgan Freeman whips out the telescope? And then Kevin Costner doesn't understand what's happening. And yeah. then he goes, how did your uneducated kind yeah. ever take Jerusalem? Yeah. And he points a sword. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. far away. It's good. <laughs> but this guy actually changed a lot for science because everyone thought that the in the universe, nothing was changing. Like, the, like stuff was rotating, but it wasn't changing. Right. Well, when the supernova happened, he realized, okay. Things are happening up things there. Things are happening up there. Let me look at the planets and he mapped out the solar system mm-hmm. but in a way where he put like because you thought the earth was the center of the the, the solar right. system but when he looked at it it mapped out around the sun around it looked like it was like he still mapped it around the earth this is pre-galileo is, yeah he mapped it so that you could actually see hey these planets are moving in a way that is changing so it's almost like he got a glimpse of gravity yeah and didn't he, have the tools to understand it. right because he also doesn't have a telescope so he's just kind of like, oh, look, this rotates here. Let me map this out. And you could actually look like he has a he's like a huge. So, so here's my question. Do you that. think Newton was building off of what this guy had said or? Oh, that's interesting. Maybe. I mean, Galileo. Definitely. This guy was obviously uh, well known enough that in the scientific community, you know, 100 years later when Newton was coming around. I would not be surprised if he used parts Some, of his work yeah, yeah probably it would not be shocking shocking because this guy was naming stars before he could really mm-hmm. know that they they change and move as they do that's kind of cool know? so yeah he and then you, you know you do that you do that kind of work and then you just go like fuck the queen you know yeah i we'll mean into a sword fight just you know? like like it's, it's crazy this, this guy rules yeah he's cool so that's Tycho, and he's, <laughs> he's got a bunch of stuff named after him that's how you spell rc Right, RC that's probably what it's named from. <laughs> that's what it's named from. <laughs> All right, I'm up. Can I go? Yeah. I want to go second. I never get to go second. Go second. My right. thing's kind of weak this week, I think. Mine, mine's weak. All right, fine, go. All right. You're both weak. <laughs> All right, what's yours? And let's, let's ask Steve what he thinks is more interesting. Okay. Ancient China stuff. Mm-hmm. Battle of Athens, 1946. Hmm. Steve Steve is deciding the fate of the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you could go. All right. Go ahead. Give me the China. I think that's right. more interesting. All right. So I want to talk about. Let's see this pronunciation. Lu Bang. Lu Bang. Fuck it up. Lu Bang. That's the guy who was. Uh, who did uh, She Bang. She Bang. That's Lu. No, that was. That's it. William Hung. William Hung. All right. Yeah. Yes. Lu Bang. Uh, oh, that was Mambo number five. Was was Lou Bega. Oh, oh. Yeah. Also close. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I got to give some background here. Okay. Uh, in 221 BC, 
That's some background. Uh, by the way, I just want to say, like, we are way too Eurocentric on the show, so I thought I'd mix it up. And full disclaimer, this is not anything I'm, this is not my area of expertise, and I'm okay. not very comfortable in ancient Chinese history. <laughs> Thank so God I, you brought it. <laughs> so I, I brought it to mix things up, but just know I'm, I'm a, giving you- I'm going to fuck it up. <laughs> I'm giving you a dumbed down half-assed version of the story. I actually am very well versed in ancient Chinese- uh, Secrets? Secrets, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know how to make the clothes white. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Alga. Ancient Chinese secret. Huh? <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> Commercials from the seventies. Okay, so in two twenty one. You know what the best seventies commercial is, though. What? Low and brow. Let it be low and brow. I think no, that's eighties. No, uh, which is here's to good friends. Low and brow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It looks seventies though. Um, <laughs> it, you're right. It is the best commercial though. So in two twenty one BC. Uh, China is unified for the first time under the Qin Dynasty and Emperor Qin Shi Huang. Okay. This is the guy responsible for the Great Wall and all that. It's a great Uh, wall. Yes. Big, beautiful wall. Prior to that, you had all these different warring kingdoms all over China, right? Mm -hmm. But he puts them all to the sword and is the first unified emperor. As he got older, he started to craft his own mausoleum, right? Okay. That's Built cool. his own tomb. Yes. Yeah. Straight pharaoh shit, right? Yes. And in the uh, province, the backwater province of Pui is this guy, Lu Bang. Lu Bang is a peasant. Okay. And he has kind of schmoozed his way up the ranks of society a little bit and became the sheriff of the town. Okay. So he's like a local law enforcement guy. Mm-hmm. And the mausoleum being built requires that every province in the in the empire send its convicts to come and work as slaves on the mausoleum. Okay, so that's your punishment. Right. So they have to be transported to the mausoleum site by the sheriffs of these villages, right? So everybody's got to come. Now, here's the thing. This place, this era in time, everything is so insanely, like, tyrannical and uh, cruel. cruel that if you are late in bringing your convicts to the thing, you die. If any of them escape, you die. So Lu Bang's got to- You gotta, must get there on he's time. He's got to get these guys to the site. And then when he gets there, hope that he's done it in enough time. This would be a pretty cool movie. Well, we'll just wait and see what happens. Brian, I don't think you survive in this time. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? You're late all the time. <laughs> So as he's tra- as he's walking right now, these I'm guys across late. the countryside, I'm gonna fucking die in fucking China because I'm late with these fucking guys. I got you guys aren't even friends with me. Nothing ever, <laughs> nothing ever fucking works with these fucking slaves. So one of the one of the convicts escapes. Now he knows that if he continues on his mission, and one of them is missing, he's fucked. He will be killed. So rather. Then continue his job. He realizes that the better move is to free all of them and become their leader. This is smart. So he frees all the convicts and 10 of them are so grateful that he has freed them that they've pledged their loyalty to him. And now he becomes a bandit leader in the countryside. That's cool. He had no choice. He had no choice. That's cool. It was either defy, defy the kingdom or die. So he's chosen to defy the kingdom. So Qin Shi Huang dies. And he is a successful bandit man out in the yeah, fucking- he's doing bandit shit. Yeah. And when he dies, his son comes to power. His son is a guy named Er Shi, and he is decadent. 
Okay. He oh, is decadent. He's yes. decadent. He is, and his Flash him up. and his administration are overtaxing the entire empire. Okay. Nice. And keep in mind, these people, were, these kingdoms were unified. Not very. Is long. he going to rob from the rich and give to the poor? Just listen. <laughs> it's Chinese Robin Hood. So. This causes a lot of discontent around the empire and merry men, M E I N. One after another, <laughs> all of the provinces start to rebel, and there's a gigantic civil war. Now, Lu Bang, who's been successfully bandit leading for a time, joins up with one of the old kingdoms that is now resurgent. Ah. Uh, they are known as the Chin. Okay. Wait, I thought the Chins were in charge. Uh, not not the Chin, uh, the Chu. So yes, he joins up with the Chu and their leader is a guy named Zhang Yu. Zhang Yu. Wait, what's the name again? Chu. Bless you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Zhang Yu makes him a general in his army. <laughs> okay. So now Li Bang is leading an army. And he goes to this town on the River Han and he sacks it, takes it over. Um, Zhang Yu will make him king of Han now. So he's now a minor king. Okay. Pretty sweet deal. Yeah, he owns good this moves, territory. He's risen from peasant to, to sheriff. To king. Now he's king yeah. of, a, of a territory. Like, it's really a roller like coaster a here thing. going on. Yeah. Yeah. Zhang Yu will go on to be incredibly successful and will take the capital, execute the last Qin emperor, and oh, make shit. himself king of kings. So he is an emperor with all of these minor kings beneath him. Yes. He makes the mistake of being tyrannical as well. They all do. He's, well, now they know what to yeah, do. Yeah, he's treating the subjects poorly. But Li Bang, in his wars, was known to be merciful to his enemies. Oh. And it's made him very popular among the rest of the people. So they start to one by one pledge their allegiance to him. And he will now lead another w civil war against yes. his former patron. Huh. And in the long run... Fucking he will. Here. He will win this. <laughs> I war. trained this guy. Help him. Yep. And now he's fucking against me. Go figure. I'm gonna get fucking deposed. So Li Bang. Long story short, will make himself the first emperor of the Han, which is the longest running dynasty in Chinese history. Wow. Uh, I so it literally started from a peasant. Yes. Um, they're like the Han are like the Chinese Roman Empire. Okay. They are like around at the same time. Uh, these are the ones that will set up the They're Silk Road. They're always working with the Chewy. Yes. Right, right. Um, yeah. I think today, 20% of the Earth's population, or something like that, you can look this up, Yeah. identify as ethnic Han Chinese. Wow. So, <laughs> yeah. This is an important massive. man. This is a massively important man that in the West, people just don't even know no. any of this shit. no. So, yeah. An estimated 1.4 billion Han Chinese people worldwide. Yeah. There's one and 1.4 billion. Yeah. This is the wow. major, I think it's 90% of China is Han Chinese. What's the other, like Mandarin? From, yeah. Shit like that. Manchurian. Yeah. Foot. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's the, that's the story of the birth of the Han dynasty. That's pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. And like There's I said, like I said this is a dumbed down right. uh, version. There's definitely of it. some yeah. weird Chinese propaganda. There's got to be a movie, right? Yeah. There has to be. There has to be a, a movie about this. We gotta look it up. Yeah, well, I looked we look it up. up. Um, we need that. Right, that sounds on. cool. <laughs> I, I typed in Chinese propaganda. That was the some, wrong thing. Yeah. <laughs> like in my head, I was like, oh, it's going to be propaganda. 
Brian's going to get black bagged when we leave. <laughs> Chinese Han Dynasty movies. Yeah. Uh, it's called The Assassins, Red Cliff. It doesn't look like there's just one about that, about that guy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, film, the dynasty lasted for 400 years. There's this. films set in the dynasty, but there's not like mm-hmm. about that guy. Yeah. Which I think that'd be compelling. Yeah. Yeah. So mine. My story is the Battle of Athens, 1946. This should be like an action movie. Mm -hmm. I think. Greeks are dying. (laughs) This does not take place in Greek. This takes place in America. What? Yep. In Athens, uh, Tennessee. Oh, oh. So 1946, after World War II, GIs have returned home all throughout the country, right? Sure. In this small town in Tennessee, there's some guys living there that left, and they come back, and they don't recognize kind of their their home, Mm -hmm. right? And they start to see corruption, and things have changed. Things have changed. Went downhill. Oh, yeah. They went downhill. The town is like, it's like. Um, it's ran by weak men. It's like Biff World or like. Uh, oh. Or like uh, <laughs> oh, Pottersville. No. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, what the hell happened while we were gone? People listen to Sammy Hagar. Yeah. There's bikers. Yeah. Strickland has a bulletproof vest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a black guy living in his house. Yeah, there's a black guy living in his house. <laughs> Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Extra (laughs) clan. Yeah, so it's like that. And they're like, what the hell is going on? So. What's the deal in this town? (laughs) So a bunch of the veterans get Mm -hmm. together and they're like, there's going to be a vote. And they're like, they don't they don't trust this. uh, The people in charge Mm -hmm. to do the vote. Right. They didn't rock the vote. Yeah. And they got to rock the votes, guys. And like they accuse them of fixing elections. There's a lot of backstory building up mm-hmm. here. Eventually, it comes out where they're like, well, we're going to have to fight to fix this. And you get a bunch of these GIs, mm-hmm. about 60 organized men against 200 deputies. And they have all their World War II guns. So they have like M1 Garands, like the authorities have no chance. Why are they fighting them? Just because the corruption? corruption? The GIs are like, you guys are like stealing this election, basically. So what are they going to do? They're They're doing everybody? a local insurrection? <laughs> a local insurrection to take back control of the town and get like one of their guys in. This is a coup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So they I kind of like the idea of this American Caesar popping up and down. <laughs> it's not this, a, is, this is the movie Hot Fuzz. <laughs> it's not really a coup because they want the votes counted. Mm-hmm. And they know they want to make sure things get done on the up and up. So so these guys, they get in this like shootout, and it's estimated that two thousand people died in like this battle. What? Yep. Why, so, wait, 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 wait. why doesn't everyone know about 60? this? Hold on. Estimates from, of the number of veterans besieging the jail vary. Sorry. Why are they besieging a jail? Who's arrested? So so what happens is they take the ballot box uh-huh. into like the jail and hold up uh-huh. like the corrupt like lawmen. 
and the GIs are storming it, trying to get to the ballot box. Oh, so the authorities went in the jail. Yeah. To secretly count votes. Exactly. And now they are storming the jail. Yep. And the police are holding them off. Yeah. And 2,000 people died. Uh, sorry, not 2,000 people. Uh, it's it's, it's estimated. Two. It's estimated <laughs> that there were as many as 2,000 involved. And there were 60 under the direct command of like one guy. That's and like, insane. And, and this became a big thing. There was like a lot of shooting and killing. It's like a major thing that happened. Uh, eventually, the GIs won. Of course they did. They're battle-hardened vets. Exactly. And they got, and they had the votes counted. And they, their guy had the votes and they won. You don't say. Oh, are you sure about that? <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> well, that's that's the story that uh, that you hear. <laughs> in the in the Napoleon trailer when he does the coup, the coup of Fructidor, and he walks in and he goes, "Shall we vote?" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so wow. there are a lot of people like verifying it, and you know, after they won, eventually, like the the people that this did is some it, old West shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but it's you cool, could though. you could yeah. do this as a cool fucking movie, right? Yeah. About sure. like the GIs like if fighting we, corruption. We, we'd have town. to dig into like the particulars. There's yeah. a lot of particulars I'm yeah. skipping over. Right. But yeah, this was a thing and it just kind of got thrown away. Um, Eleanor Roosevelt was not happy. She said that they have violent tendencies. Well, I mean, is unless the government, unless the federal government has a monopoly on violence, you're in a failed state. Well, that's that's know? the <laughs> yeah. that's the basis of modern political thought, right? It's the truth. I mean, a nation state is a monopoly on violence. Yes, it's the basis. Yes, right. So, yeah. And if, if if warriors can just decide that they're going to start shooting people. Well, here's what happened. <laughs> so after they after the election was certified, they they actually turned themselves in. These are, these guys are just heroes. They're like they're like like we are that cool. We were wrong to like do this, <laughs> but we had to do it. But it needed to be done because uh -huh. these votes were not being counted. Right. Like we're wrong, but we're yeah. right. It's very American. Yeah, it's yeah. like I'm I'm going to def destroy any kind of rules. It's Sulla. It's like Sulla and Marius. You know, fucking Sulla. This so was like the generation before Caesar. The, no, I don't know him really. Yeah, it, this was the corruption was so ridiculous in in the Roman Republic that he just took over the government, killed a bunch of people, fixed all the problems, and then was like, "All right, I'm I'm out." You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like everything. I just, but it was like a blueprint right, for right. future generations right. to follow. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I'm yeah. out. I'm done with this. I did my yeah. job. Eventually, <laughs> though, you know, farming. the political machine ended up right. splitting the guys up and. You know, they the unity of the town got divided amongst party lines again. Mm -hmm. But the GIs banded together and, you know. And they all went to prison, right? They must have. Uh, let's see. There were reforms after. Uh, there was payment. They shut down the gambling houses. Oh, and, man. Yeah, like all the all the bad shit like got Burned shut down. down the gambling house. Um, Died with an awful sound. Uh, yeah, the guy, the guy rolling with the GIs won the election. Uh huh. Uh, they won. All the GI guys won Who all was the Papio elections. Daniel. Uh, Knox Henry won. Oh, yeah. Knox. Knox Henry, not Henry Knox. No, his name is Knox, <laughs> Knox Henry. Knox Henry. <laughs> yep. Oh my god. 
That's great. <laughs> uh, Bill White, who was leading like the fighters, became a sheriff's deputy. Uh-huh. They sound like and fake names. It's just, you know, classic Americana yeah, just, names. Yeah. yeah. Guy's name is Knox. Henry. The mayor, yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> the mayor had to resign of the town yes. after this happened. Like, sure. Yeah, they, they fucking. How did Adams John do? <laughs> Washington George <laughs> yeah. did great. But yeah, that's uh, the Battle of Athens, 1946, that's pretty cool. which could be a really fucking cool, like, you know, neo-Western. I, I wish I knew the particulars. That's very fascinating. Yeah, it's also sometimes called the McKinn uh, County War, but I think Battle of I Athens is there's, cool. Uh, there's, there's no movies about that. No. Might be documentary. This is like a pretty obscure thing yeah. that I just came across like not too long ago. Oh, that's cool, though. All right, we got uh, to wrap it up. Yeah. We're running out of time. Yep. We got data cards. We got, yeah. we, got, we got things to do. Data? All right, talk radio is coming out next. Yeah. All right. E-Rock is joining us. Guest. Yep. The yep. great E-Rock of the Opie and Anthony show. Yep. I will say this now. We've already recorded it. Um, this is a show for fans of the Opie and Anthony show. So if you are that, you're going to enjoy it very much. Yeah. It's very different than it's our- It's very different than our normal fare. Yeah. Yeah. So go in expecting that. Yes. Yeah. It's not us picking through the episode. It's kind of more right. a general talk about talk yeah, yeah. radio. But we will be talking about the film talk radio. Yes. By mm-hmm. Oliver, Oliver Stone. Stone. Yes. Yeah. I want to do Donnie Brasco. Okay. We're doing Donnie. Yeah. I want to go back to the crime syndicate. Let's, it's let's, been a while. Let's, let's dive back in. Yeah. Johnny Depp. Yeah. It's big names. Mm-hmm. It's a good movie. All right. I haven't seen it in a long time. Yeah. By you. And I am going to pick Blonde, the, uh, the atomic one. <laughs> oh, can we do that? That's fake. The, isn't co- it? the Cold War existed, though. Shut up. <laughs> um, blonde. Blonde. Anna de Armas. Anna de Armas. Oh, she, she's she's the best. Is she blonde? She's the hottest woman alive. A, a bold claim. Yeah. Well, I'll be the judge of that when I watch this movie. Right. Uh, so Anna de Armas. Yep. And I have a special guest coming in. Yeah. Uh, yes, we have uh, Crystal Quinn from Hack the Movies coming in. Oh, so I'm, okay. I'm excited. Fellow moviegoer. Sick. Yeah. yeah be nice. Looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah. All right. I think uh, that's I think it. That's it. Oh. Is, is there something else we got to do? One last thing. Uh, we did not talk about... Um, we did not talk about Oppenheimer's drawing in the Oppenheimer episode. I saw your drawing. It's not worth talking about. No. <laughs> what about the talk radio one? It's, no. It's, you missed it. Just lost the time? <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. That's it. Okay. That's it. That's it. Yeah. All right. What should they do? Like, subscribe, ring the bell. You got to ring the bell. I'm telling you, ring the bell. You're going to love ringing the bell. Go ahead. Do it. Uh, yeah. Like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Ring the bell. Like they said, please help. Uh, it helps us, you know, stay notified about all our shit. Follow us, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Rate and review. It helps potential sponsors find the show. Reviewinghistorypod.com. Buy some merch. Uh, Follow me personally on all social media, Brian Rupert. That's Rupert with two Ps. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Letterboxd. I rank and review every single movie I watch. Thank you to Tell Steve, Dave, Brian, Walt, Q, Get Him, letting us record down in the studio. Thank you guys so much. We will see you next time. Bye.
P-Man. I am the P-Man. <laughs> <laughs>